This episode of Pucks Out Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Action 24-7, Tennessee's only local, legal sports book. Use code PUCKSOUT when you make your first deposit, and our friends over at Action 24-7 will give you a 50% boost on your first deposit up to $800. That's right, up to $400 extra when you use code PUCKSOUT. And this week, once again, some amazing promos. Head over our Twitter and Instagram and Action's Twitter Instagram to find out all the promos this week. They are changing every day, so stay on top of it and make some money. And did you know you can gamble with cash? Are you tired of waiting on your sports book? You won but can't get your money? No more waiting with Action 7. If you want to gamble with cash deposit withdrawals, get started with Tennessee's local sports book today. Check out the link in the show description to find out how. Once again, use code PUCKSOUT. That's P-U-C-K-S-O-U-T. When you make your first deposit, and our friends at Action 24-7 will give you 50% Boost on your first deposit of $800. What are you waiting for? From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hey, you can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold May Day beer and let's get after it. Like always, Pucks Out is powered by May Day Brewery, the official beer Pucks Out podcast. And now you can join us once again, June 23rd for Bingo Night. Come on out. You'll have a chance at winning some Fred's tickets and some other goodies so get out there let's have a good time let's drink some good beer and hang out and hey maybe win some cool prizes today we're talking uh some new some new types of golf the usfl stanley cup playoffs much much more check us out on patreon and twitch to support the show hey bud how you doing this week got a beer you having bro Uh, i got that angry redhead one of my favorites uh i'm saving the uh the the Yodelier he blew uh, for uh, for next time. But yeah, love this beer. What, what about well, you, dude? Well, I've been flying through all of my beers, so I'm doing the uh, the fun assortment today. I've got the cultural distancing. Uh, <laughs> I've got the burrow blonde. And not to forget the the evil octopus over here. So I guess, you know, do we get do we get extra beer now that I'm touting all of the beers instead of just one? Um, so I went with the, you know, I went with the with the three randos that are just uh, in my fridge. Speaking of, I'm going to need to get with you and get uh, a beer refill. It's easy to keep yeah. them in the summer. It's no big deal to keep beers around them in the winter. Summer hits and they start they start flying off the shelves into the pool. Oh. But uh, yeah. doing pretty good, uh, you know, going to this Uf- uh, USFL game this weekend. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that in the outside the, the uh, board section. But um you get some soccer tickets. I don't know if you've got any any game plans for them already or, or not, but um, that should be that should be pretty fun. But I, I'm just glad it's summer, man. You know, hitting the pool. Yeah, already peeling a little bit. So uh, looking forward to <laughs> looking looking forward to our Cancun trip, buddy. Uh, you know, uh, can't can't wait for that. Oh uh, yeah, right around the corner. What about you, bro? Yeah. How you been doing, man? Uh, pretty good, man. Getting ready to ramp. I uh, had a crawfish boil this weekend, <clears throat> celebrating a family friend's 40th birthday. Uh, shout out Judy Jolly. 
we went out to the river, uh, did a boil, and it was a good time, good drinks, good people. A crawfish uh, boil, you know, right? Not just like a regular, you know, like getting like a tub and boil together or something, right? <laughs> uh, a little bit of both. A little boat. bit of both. That's just <laughs> yeah. a hot tub, right, buddy? That's just a hot <laughs> <Yeah>. tub. <laughs> well, there was no bubbles, so really it's just a bath at that point. Fair, fair, <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, crawfish boil. It was a lot of fun. Uh, good crawfish getting ready. You know, I got my crawfish boil coming up in about two oh, weeks. I was, ooh, uh, I was about to uh, say, getting, bro. Yeah, get, we're you. getting ready to celebrate my birthday here soon. Uh, so, and yeah, my wife and I are using those tickets this weekend. Uh, she was a little, uh, hesitant though, because all, apparently all over Twitter and Facebook, there was like some bomb threats in Nashville for this, uh, for the, for the 11th. That's sick, dude. That's sick. I'm so jealous. And I was like, I'll be honest with you. If there's chatter about a bomb threat, that somehow makes me more because that means that like because loose lips sink ships. That means the authorities are on they're it. They're on it. They're on it. Right. I mean, they're you know, we have no idea how many like bomb threats and things are shut down on a daily basis. You know, if yeah. you're hearing about it, we're good. We're good. Like, did yeah, you hear? Because you know what we. Because you know what we didn't hear about at all was the, uh, the bomb on Christmas, bombing. right? That was about to say uh, that was not a uh, that was not something that was on my mind um, and not a possibility. So, and besides the fact that you know, I mean, just stand close to the exit, you'd be good. I'll just run yeah. out. You don't have to be the fastest guy; just faster than the the slowest one. You know, well, okay, it's not a bear; it's a bomb. So it's even if you're the slowest person, well, you can what still I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, you see, you see, you see, running. You guys just run with, just go, just run, no questions. Y'all are out of there, okay? Yeah, for sure. Um, fit yeah. Check. So, oh, fit, fit check. Fit yeah, check. I, got, I got that. It's new. Got it's that. new. Yeah, you know, it's new. I got that Super Bowl Ray Lewis jersey on. Oh my god, are you kidding? Did he? Is that the one that he killed a guy in? Yeah. <laughs> is that the actual that's dope no that's sick yeah. man loving the hat too brother that's a sick yeah hat. that's a sick hat. yeah hey uh, sticking with the maryland theme today yeah yeah well uh you know um uh, went with the uh went with the old makers you know the uh the nice. hat, I, hat i got as a uh you know ambassador uh there you can see the see the bottle up here uh but then you know just uh just to send my condolences north of the border we don't have enough we once again do not have a canadian stanley cup winner i'm so sorry <laughs> so sorry for so so i'm gonna hit him up with the uh hit him up with the old mike bibby grizzlies bro the old, nice. the old sick nasty old school uh you know just to say hey you know ohio may have you on the federal watch list but your boy is just your boy is sympathetic. I, I saw that story. Your boy is sympathetic, dude. I yeah, I saw I'm that. I saw when I was when I was looking for a joke of the week story. I saw that story. I, you know, we usually try to keep it non-political in the joke of the week, but I found it to be. You know, we're laughing at it, but it, in all re- realistically, it's kind of sad. It was, it was scary. Well, but see, that's what I'm saying. Canada's due. You know what I'm saying? Canada's due for one. And they're, you know, they yet again lost another Stanley Cup. They have to hear us jabber yeah. across the across the you know border again. Ohio is just being preemptive. You know, they're like, yeah. whoa, whoa. OK, where they're like, there's no way Edmonton's winning. So <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> sign it up, buddy. Sign it up. Uh, before we move on, I do want to give a shout out to family friend uh, Kim Markwell. Uh, just got my birthday present from her. She got me two VIP tickets to the coldest beer fest in town at Bridgestone Arena. Oh, so boy. super uh, excited for that. That's Megan, be awesome. Megan and Stephanie really appreciate that present. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, let's uh, go ahead and move in to the news. 
Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. Brad Marchand to have hip surgery will miss six months. Uh, for fantasy point of view, that definitely hurts his stock because he's gonna miss a good portion of the beginning of the season. Uh, and that I mean, he is. I mean, he's an amazing player. I hope that he yeah. can rebound from this. Uh, you know, love him or hate him, I mean, he is a unnaturally gifted athlete. It Abs- is insane. Absolutely, ha- absolutely hate his guts. Never want to see this. I want to see him run out of town by people with pitchforks or something. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him go down that way. Yeah, that way. I'm saying other towns or something. But no. <laughs> but 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 seriously, I mean, that's you know that that really does hurt. But but I am really I love that you brought up fantasy because that's such a dude a six month right now we know the timetable is probably sooner rather than later. And that's about the time that you can you you get a guy back about that time you've stolen him if you get him in the right round you know mm-hmm. you get him you get him you get I'm I'm guessing this news is gonna ring especially in some early drafts and we don't get a lot of updates you can get him maybe what tenth eleventh round is usually where you Ooh, start getting yeah. those start getting those uh, those injured yeah. guys that are not gonna produce immediately I wouldn't be surprised to see an injured Brad Marchand go around the seventh or eighth honestly no yeah sure percent. sure and, and 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 see that's a little high for me that's that's a value pick that I can't I don't know that I can push through I mean I probably could depending on the league yeah. but I don't know if I can push through you know not not taking a seventh my seventh round pick but you start getting in the the ten the eleven you're shooting shots anyway I mean we yeah. we now, uh, do have a question though? If uh, David Pasternak is, I believe, going to be an unrestricted free agent now, if he were to move out of Boston, does yeah. that increase Marshawn's? Like, does that then become an? Does an injured Brad Marshawn then become a value, like a good pick at the six, seven, eight range? If Pasternak's it, not on that team, it will. To me, honestly, that would depend on the league type. If we're talking some of our league types that are are hit, hits heavy and and big man heavy, no, no, I'm not. I'm not not willing to risk that. For, what about a, standard, what about for, a cat, regular cats league? Regular cats league, yeah, yes, I would. Uh, because because he pr- produces across the board. What I'd be most nervous about is in losing a guy like Pasternak. And now they played a bit, good good bit of the season without him last year. So don't you know? Don't hear what I'm not saying. Yeah. But is that point production going to be there uh, and be available for him as as heavily as it would be with that uh, with, with Pasta being there? Um. So in a, in a regular cats league, absolutely. But if we got, if we start talking about maybe points leagues, that's where I'm more on the edge of it. Uh, because yeah. I a hundred percent agree. You don't know. Where yeah, those I think there's too many from. variables. Um, I don't know how old Brad Marchand is. Brad Marchand is now. I can take a look. Hip, sur- hip surgeries can be dangerous, dude. Yeah. This is a sport that requires a lot of hips. And it, 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 if you don't hips. heal, right? a lot of hips. <laughs> it's all in the hips, baby. Um, he's, he's thir- and he's thirty-four too, so that's a little older than I thought he was. Yeah. I was thinking twenty. I was thinking twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I was thinking thirty-one uh, or something. Yeah. So I think that um, that is I obviously. Think, I think eleven and twelve is a good spot if you can get them there, depending yeah. on your league size. And we're and we're talking way early, early yeah. talks now. We, you know, you got to kind of tell what's going on, what Boston does. Uh, you you're yeah. talking about possibly being a, a, an unrestricted free agent. 
he could just as easily sign right there and be there yeah. next year. And then, you know, yeah. all of our discussion is moot. So, yeah. uh, but, but, but definitely speak, good thought process. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but speaking of being chased out of town by pitchforks, Bruce Cassidy fired after 15 years, had the third most wins in the NHL in that span of time after losing to the division winner. Um, I think this is an absolute uh, travesty of a, of a firing. He did not deserve this. That that Bruins team is a good team. They are a well-coached team. The fact is, this winning the Stanley Cup, getting to the Stanley Cup is incredibly difficult. Yeah. But do you hey, keep Bruce paying Cassidy for... He's not a guy who should be fired. Devil's advocate, do you keep paying a guy because of what he did in the past, though? And I, I, I These Boston teams have been lackluster. I mean, sure. They've been lackluster at best in these past few playoffs. At best. And that, and that would be yeah, my... I'm with you. I, yeah. hear what you're, I hear what you're saying. 15 years is a long time. Is is a team like this getting stale? You know, and that, and so I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying maybe that's the thought process. Maybe uh, maybe they uh, want yeah. to go different directions. Maybe Cassidy is saying, "Hey, I don't want to rebuild. You know, I want to be on a team yeah. that, that, that wants to win." And maybe um, the general manager. Well, is going well, we do know that. we do know that he uh, did not want to leave. He uh, when asked from reporters, this was he it, he was blindsided by it. And he told a reporter, like when asked about, it, like that it's still very wrong because Bruce Cassidy is a Boston born and raised guy. Yeah. You know, grew up rooting for Boston. He loved <laughs> that city and that team. And this caught he was blindsided by this. I and I mean, I want to be clear. Listen, I get I'm it. with you. I'm with you on it. I just, uh, you know, I feel like we have a very boring show for not arguing about it. <laughs> and so if you were just like, he shouldn't have been fired. And I was like, yeah, me either. And then we move on. And so, yeah. so I, well, I that's do why we both then talk you. shit about the people who fired him. <laughs> I do. I do. I do agree with you that I think it was the wrong move, but I can yeah. see I'm not, I'm not on the, on the opposite end of the spectrum. I can see. Yeah. A little I guess bit what really me. bugs me is the constant. Um, listen. Yeah. The Bruins might've needed a change up. But I'm tired of it always being the coach where the changeup occurs. Sometimes the coach needs to be changed. Sometimes not. Sometimes a roster needs to be changed up. Sometimes a goalie needs to be changed up. Sometimes a GM needs to be changed up. Or even assistant coaches, maybe get a new power play coach in there. But I don't think this was a Bruce Cassidy issue. I think this was a, the Bruins are not as good as other te- very good they, teams in their were- conference. They have a they have a very difficult conference. I think their their superstar core that they that they carried themselves with uh, to to multiple Stanley Cups is older, and they haven't really landed that really youthful you know young superstar. I mean, maybe Charlie McAvoy, you could argue. I guess uh, you know. I mean, there's great players on there. It just seems like I'm I'm with you. It's hard to say that they're not doing what they're supposed to do in one of the most difficult you know, divisions and conferences, to be honest with yeah. you, in the, in, in all of sports right now. I mean, this is, this is rivaling at, 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 to me when the West was so dominant in basketball. I mean, it can go either way when it gets to the Stanley cup, that's just one team versus one team. But over, over the course of the, you know, the entirety, you can't tell me that the East, you know, their playoff teams were a much stronger competition for all involved than the West was. I mean, that's yeah. uh, that's uh, that's just my opinion, I guess. So uh, sure. I'm with um, Anze Kopitar wins the Mark Messier Leadership Award. There's been so ESPN is doing this very weird thing this year, or maybe it's I guess the NHL, not ESPN. Sorry, uh, 
they're releasing an award a day or something like that. And I feel like they just said, fuck coaches once again by having the Jack Adams is the first and most unimportant award. I personally feel like the Jack Adams is a pretty important award. I do too. Because, I did not I mean, even know it was out. I didn't even know what is, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't put it on. Uh, there. It was, uh, uh, I think it was Calgary's uh, coach. Um, I can agree, I agree with that. I agree. Yeah. I'll look it up. Uh, uh, was it Bruce? Some? No, that's not it. I don't it's know. Bruce I mean, Cassidy? Bruce Cassidy just won it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's why I said Bruce, but I can't remember his name now. His name is I got me. you. Hold on. Um, oh, you're good. Uh, I mean, you can yeah. keep talking. Oh. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that was the last thing in this section. So, <laughs> um, Dale, uh, Dale Suter. Dale Suter. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they've released, uh, they have a couple, there's a couple other awards out. But yeah, so they're releasing the an award okay, day. So. I'm sorry. I thought that I knew that they added like a new one or something, but maybe that was the NBA. Um, Bergeron last year, Giordano, Wayne Simmons. I mean, Anze Kopitar is in some good, you know, good company. I mean, this is the who's who yeah. list since 2007. So, um, congratulations to him. I mean, you know, he's he's a uh, always been one of my favorite guys. Yeah. Kind of really randomly, like I I don't know. Yeah. I liked him in some in some hockey, uh, fantasy hockey, and I've kind of always liked the guy. So congrats yeah. yeah i i've also seen uh, speaking of awards i've seen some chatter among some reporters and some nhl officials uh that the selkie award there is some debate on uh the name being changed to the bergeron award if and when bergeron retires well i guess when not hmm. if but when bergeron retires that is and i could honestly I, I'm, I'm okay that seems okay to me yeah, no, I mean, I don't hate it. It's, you know, wh- why are you taking it off? It feels like it should one? be a little bit, it feels like it should be a little bit further than right after he retires. Right, he, dude, retires up. What if he, what if he, uh, what if he Tom Brady's us? He comes back to win the Bergeron. <laughs> Personally, I think that they should just start naming awards after the last person who won it. Just every, every year, switch it up. <laughs> every uh, year. You know, I don't know, though, that, you know, that's, it's been the Selkie for a while. I mean, I, I, I'm not really sure what you get yeah, around. I personally have a problem with changing it. Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. I'm just kind of interested. Maybe the the Selkie Bergeron, you know, we yeah. can team it up. Like, or it's weird to me. Like for example, like at it, but I do find it weird if we get a Bergeron award before we get a Wayne Gretzky award. There should right. be in this league a no. Wayne Gretzky. Like I think the, the heart. I, I disagree with Gretzky. that. No, I disagree no? with that. Until he dies. No, never. I mean, unless somebody is as good as Gretzky ever was, okay. there's no comparison to him. And my, and my I humble actually opinion, do like that. I, I like that a my lot. My humble yeah. opinion, who, who would ever be worthy to win the Wayne Gretzky Award? Nobody. Maybe you know, David I mean, one day. May, maybe one day. But we'll give him like some Lifetime Achievement Award type stuff. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I no, just honestly think- now. Now that you said that, honestly, that, that I like that a lot better because I wasn't even. I was a Sure, you're just thinking. Now, but yeah, he is a level above legend. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, he is. I mean, it is. He's insane. a god. I mean, um, he's a in, yeah. in the sports world. You know, whatever you believe or don't believe, there's no denying that Wayne Gretzky is a god among men. You know, I mean, yeah. that's that's all there is to it. So, yeah, when you join the league, you have to start taking Gretzky communion. You you a little bit of his flesh. You I mean, it's it. well known. I mean, he regenerates. So, so he, it's his actual flesh. It's not yeah. a cracker. It's not a cracker. Yeah. <laughs> so. Everyone know that the, the, when, when he performed those miracles, he turned water into Tim Horton's coffee. All right. <laughs> that's, that was divined by, that was not, there's nothing, <laughs> that's not disputed by, that's not disputed by anyone. Okay. <laughs> all right, guys, let's move into outside the NHL. Uh, <laughs> 
Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The NBA playoffs. Uh, I'm not watching it, but I'm keeping up with it. Uh, my Celtics uh, beat the shit out of the Golden Warriors in game one, and then the Golden Warriors came back and beat the shit out of them in game two. Uh, I thought this was going to be, honestly, I think we talked about it last week, but I, yeah. and I think I said Celtics in six or seven, just out of my yeah. heart, but yeah. I think, but I wouldn't have been surprised if the Warriors came in and swept them. Right. And I think this showed that the Celtics can compete with them for a hundred percent. Don't think they're going to win this series, but also I'm intrigued. Maybe? I mean, I mean, yeah, uh, it's hard. But I mean, I didn't, I, I watched some highlights of both. But I'm with you. I mean, I don't know though. I, I've kind of, I've kind of landed on the other side of things. Um, if uh, if the, the Celtics can play their game, I think the big key is Al Horford. Al Horford can play his game if he can dominate. The Celtics can win this series. Yeah, uh, it's been you know. I mean, we're not we're not big NBA guys, so yeah. I've been losing I some money on it. On it. So I've lot. been losing some money on it for sure, man. <laughs> I've been losing money um, everywhere, bro. I have been keeping up with this Jason Tatum thing. He has been almost trolling NBA fans. He's been recreating Kobe Bryant pictures of like, but making it instead of anything like that he was wearing that was Lakers is all Celtics. <laughs> so literally he's shot for shot recreating Kobe pictures, but wearing all Celtics uniforms. And honestly, <laughs> it's pretty funny because he's like doing it in like an, like, a, like a, this is to honor Kobe kind of thing. Like that Mamba mentality. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I haven't I haven't been haven't, uh, yeah. haven't been keeping up with his glamour shots, bud. So you're more in on the on that <laughs> side of the on that world than I am. <laughs> uh, um, you told me about this uh, before the stream started, and I'm actually pretty excited. Uh, whether it's live or Liv Golf, uh, this new golf uh, experience, I guess you want to call it, out of uh, uh, Saudi Arabia. They've got some big names coming in. Obviously, there will be some controversy you know because it is coming out of saudi arabia but it looks like they will be attempting to kind of awaken golf and make it more entertaining which is needed it is with i whenever somebody sits there and tries to tell me that they like they actually enjoy watching golf all day and that they find it entertaining and not that they just have a gambling addiction on golf i think they're lying i mean i'm sorry you there is to me there's no way to like sit there and it's like NASCAR. Yeah. yeah listen, sure. I get you want you want to watch the last hole. You want to watch watch the last rap, uh, lap. You want to see when something crazy happens. But you're not sitting there watching 500 laps of NASCAR. You're not sitting there all day uh, unless you have money on it. And I think this is exactly the kind of thing that golf needs. Um, now, full disclosure, I'll probably still find it a little boring because I was kind of hoping they would, you know, maybe add some explosions or maybe add some like cool dances or something. But you know, no cool dances, most- nothing. Just some, just some team play. Just some. I'm, I'm. I mean, you, you had mentioned, hey, they got some good guy. They pulled some guy. D- I mean, Dustin Johnson is the world number one right now. So I mean, that's a pretty impressive pull. Uh, I'm interested. I'm interested in it. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm, I watch racing and stuff. I'm not, you know, it's I watch golf. I mean, I'm, I don't sit down and watch it regularly, but you know, I mean, I know you find it more boring, but I think this is a fun, more, more fun format, more of yeah. a team sport. And listen, I am a hundred percent to give it a shot. And I hope that don't, I also think this is a good way to get people to like, start watching golf. I yeah. think that's a big issue that golf has is 
that initial to get people to watch it. Yeah, and I think I think that the I think that the bigger problem is is that um, you know it was anything anybody was willing to do anything to get out uh, out from under the the thumb of the PGA to the point where they're willing to to go to a Saudi backed you know uh, organization and league that should tell you you know kind of what's going on in the PGA if this is the you know this is the, the other the other you know the other <laughs> shoe is dropped this is where i'm willing to go and these people are not going to exploit me that is very intriguing to you know kind of hear about the the PGA uh, i'm kind of intrigued to see where it goes from here and uh you know we're sports fan first and foremost uh but it is Interesting, you know. I mean the the Saudi Arabian bat golf league. What is what's really gonna what's really gonna happen with this? Uh, I mean, I'm sure Dustin Johnson will be just fine because he's gonna make him a bunch of money. Phil Mickelson will be just fine because he's gonna be making a, a bunch of money. So, kind of intrigued to see more of the social impact. Yeah. Um, well, because you I mean, gotta think this. Go uh, ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was just gonna. You say... You got to think that the. <laughs> recording online everyone uh you 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 gotta imagine that the press room at a saudi-backed organization is going to be one of the quietest and scariest places to be uh there's not going to be much uh hardball questions yeah i mean if you're if you're a sexist golf player i'm probably gonna have to bet this is where you want to go play that's all i'm just saying you're not gonna be badgered by you know some little lady coming in there and asking you a bunch of questions because no, this is Saudi Arabia, buddy. We don't do that here. <laughs> okay. So just so everyone who's not watching the video, he did do air quotes when he did that. I air quoted. So just so people. <laughs> I air quote. I forget now. I forget. I forget. But to be fair, Bobby, we did about 110 episodes of these with no video and we've got no. We've got no, you know, pushback yet. So I'm sure yeah. I've said something much worse than not people not knowing that I air quoted little ladies when I'm talking about the Saudi backed golf league. To be fair, about a year ago, we did have like 10 downloads out of Saudi Arabia. And I think this year we had like 18 out of Russia. So maybe we're doing something we very We are well. the voice of authoritarianism. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the voice of the opposite but also, revolution. But we also had a bunch of downloads in Ukraine, so you know. That Ukraine. We've talked about that, Bobby. We don't want to bring that up. We know why that. But is. we need to. We need to bring it up so that. Well, we're not going to talk about why we think it's there, but we need to also just throw the, that in so that people know. That's the paper trail, buddy. They're just going to follow the paper trail. <laughs> They're going to say, hmm, it started up closer to the north side of the country and just really worked its way south, didn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Their influence is vast. It's like watching like a World War II documentary and you see the the, the red arrow start to move from Germany over to like Russia. It's like, like, oh, oh, that was a retreat, right? No. (laughs) Oops. Uh, All right. Let's let's move on from that. Uh, USFL games. Um, 
Uh, you're going to one. I think you're what you're going yeah. to the you know, undefeated Birmingham. What are they? The Stallions? The the Stallions. Yes. And you know uh, when it when it, it when right. I picked when we got the game, it's the Stallions playing the Birmingham Stallions playing the Houston Gamblers. Something I did learn about the USFL this first year, every game is in Birmingham. So I'm pretty sure I've got the right game. Uh, but uh, you know, I picked my t- my team early, right? I was like, okay, I'm gonna go with Houston, the Gamblers. I don't want to be a Birmingham fan in Birmingham. That's the team I'm going for. Gamblers, tight name. Well, you know, my Gamblers have had a rough go of it, Bob. If we're being honest, they're one and seven right now, and the Birmingham so Stallions. That name, you're kind of having karma come after oh, you. Oh, I know, I know. And see, the problem is, every once in a while, I'll still throw a bet on them. So, I mean, I'm not learning. Yeah, I mean, you have to. Uh, you know, I mean, you can't be a fan of the Gamblers, and they are underdogs, and not throw a little bit of they, money on. They have them. lost. They have lost. Um, you know, multiple games in the last second by a touchdown. Uh, one that I bet on. Uh, my, and my mom was like, "Well, why don't you just pick a new team? You have it." I was like, "Look, you don't understand." They're my team now. Okay, we're going. Yeah, through. You, I said you we're rebuilding. I said we're rebuilding right now. Like that's what you. <laughs> that's what you I don't think understand. Building. I don't think that's rebuilding. I think you're just building. That's what you don't understand, Mom. Is that we're rebuilding an organization right now? A once yeah. prominent, a once prominent organization that's now not prominent. Listen, last season they didn't lose a single game. Okay? That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. We, you know, like what? I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna ditch my team. I mean, no, they've been there for me, tried and true. Uh, so, you know, turns out that I'm just what are, what, what, are the, what, is, what are the money line odds on them tomorrow? Uh, it's a Saturday, so no. Oh, idea. sorry, Saturday. Well, no, I, don't know why I, I have tomorrow. no idea. I have, yeah. I have no idea. I'm not going to look, but I'm hey, I'll tell you this right I'm now, Bobby. I'll tell you this right now, Bobby. I'm taking them. <laughs> OK, so and I'll have to take yeah. them here in Tennessee because I'm going down to Birmingham. Going to have to place my bet on action. While I'm up here, so you know because because Alabama they don't know what's up down there. So you know does they don't know what's Texas up with have online gambling available for the uh, I don't think people so. to bet on the gamblers. I don't think so. I mean, seems like seems like just teasing the locals. Well, at that everybody's point. play and everybody's playing these games in Birmingham. So uh, I mean, I play all the teams are playing in Birmingham. Bit. Yes, the first season everyone's playing in Birmingham. Oh, okay. I thought you just I thought that for whatever reason Birmingham is playing all their teams at home. That's wild. No, no, everybody. I mean, yeah, they are at home, but sometimes they're the yeah. away team at home. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but all right, uh, USA ties Uruguay. Um, I haven't been keeping up with international soccer, other than that the Ukraine has been having an a insane. Uh, uh, yeah, they international are, record lately. They have. They're officially. They did not qualify, unfortunately. Uh, I had it on my list. They lost to Wales one to nothing and did not qualify. A great run. They did. I'm, do you hear me? I'm sorry. I was you, cutting out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, a great run. I had it actually on my, my, my notes next to my bed that I take, you know, when I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, this needs to be on the podcast. I threw it down when they won that first game, kept their hopes alive. Um, so yeah. very, very upsetting about that. But, um, but yeah, USA. I mean, Uruguay is a is a squad, dude. So I mean, that's a that's a good that's a good win for us, uh, or a good win. I mean, it's not a win, but yeah. it, was, it was obviously a tie, but a win uh, going in there. I think uh, Uruguay is thirteenth in the world. I think that the U.S. is currently fifteenth in the world. 
I'm I'm intrigued, man. I mean, I'm I'm really in, I'm really intrigued uh, about how we're gonna do in the World Cup. I hate I hate 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 that it's not in the summer though, um, and it's not gonna be until the winter. Um, I guess that's better, you know, for Qatar for the beheadings or whatever. I don't know, man. So, well, it's also better so that we can be drinking some pitchers of Guinness uh, uh, during the World Cup. Stop! Stop! <laughs> Stop doing that. I'm a grown man now, Bobby. I can buy my own beer. I don't need. I'm not a broke college student that needs to rely on your your gross pitchers of beer. I'm just kidding. I, 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 I'm just kidding. I'll drink it if it's free, bro. I just I'll drink it if it's free, bro. I drink it if it's free. You know me, man. You know me. I'm just I'm just I'm just hate. You know my one rule on life. I'll do it, but I get to complain while doing it. No question I mean, asked. Of course, that, that's a given. Uh, but all right, guys, we're going to get into our main topic of the day. Obviously, we're talking more Stanley Cup playoffs, baby. The Avs sweep the Oilers. And I talked about this on stream last night. I know. I saw bit. that. I saw that. I caught your so intro, I, baby. I've got a little go. bit. But later on, I talked a little bit about, and I have a question for you. Has there ever, in the history of sports, been such a renowned and talented player as Connor McDavid to be on what I don't want to say failing, but a team that misses these opportunities. This is a player. This is Connor McDavid is without a doubt the best player currently in NFL right now. Dan, okay, okay. Um, do you think that he was as talented in that league as Connor McDavid is in this league? Relative to the other different. players. At- relative to the other players yes at the time he was playing maybe elway um i mean so i I wouldn't say he's the clear-cut number one top player when he was playing like mcdavid is but i would say he was prominent enough at a prominent position that i mean we talked in reno to this i mean and here's the thing they didn't just get beat they got swept when you have guys like connor mcdavid Leon Dreisaitl and the performances that we got out of Evander came out of this playoffs. You can't even win a game against this Colorado team. Honestly, yeah. I think that says more about Colorado than it does Edmonton. I Colorado is a, I think we are seeing, and I said this a couple weeks ago, I think we are truly seeing one of the greatest team performances we will see in our lifetime. Yeah, maybe the way um, that they are meshing. I mean, this is this is outrageous. You know, we've seen star players. We've seen guys like Gretzky. We've we see guys like Connor McDavid go out there and steal games. But this is an all around team effort. You got, you know, Rantanen, McKinnon. Oh. You, you, you know, you got Lackanen coming in there. You got Landeskog. These guys are meshing at such a level. This is this is not just the perfect lineup in Boston. No. This is like the perfect top six right now. Th- th- this is an insane thing we are seeing. And I think without a doubt, I mean, seeing what's happening in New York right now, I don't see how anyone can sit there and say that Colorado is not going to wipe the floor with either of these teams that they play. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I absolutely agree. Colorado is is playing a top notch playoffs. They are, uh, I would argue uh, with you, the best top six uh, offensive team left, maybe in the league. Edmonton didn't seem like the team that came back and beat Calgary in six games through that series to me, just to me, I, these are the, these, the, the New York and the Tampa teams are scrappy, man. They're scrapping. I feel like, I feel like it looks like 
they can't go out and beat Colorado because they are just beating each other up. Um, I think it's going to be closer than, than, than expected. I mean, I don't, I mean, I think it's seven games, no matter which team goes from New York or, uh, or Tampa. Uh, easy. I, I disagree. I think I mean, that you might be right. I think, I think, I think what you, what you said is right. We are seeing a scrap, two scrappy teams think that these two teams are going to go the distance and they're going to wear each other out. Now, I don't think that's going to sweep sweep. I think that the long wait for Colorado could be a problem. Don't really think so, but I think it, it possibly could. But honestly, I think that, you know, because here's the thing, Edmonton, they didn't just roll over a die. I mean, game one, eight to six. Game two, Edmonton, you know, four, four nothing. Uh, Edmonton didn't really show up. Um, four to two, then six to five in overtime. Edmonton put up a fight. Their their stars show. Oh, yeah. I mean, their stars for if this was against a non Colorado team, they probably would have won this series. I mean, Drysaddle and McDavid showed up, but the and just like I said, it, it was going to come down to who had the puck last. And who's I mean, because I thought both goaltenders got turned into Swiss cheese. And it I was mean, overtime, Bobby. Of course, it was going to come over to who had the puck last. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the series overall. Sure, sure. Like each game, really. Like, but I mean, it, I, there was I, never I a chance. That, there was never a chance, and I think that that's uh, going to be. I think that no, I think there was a chance. I mean, listen, I, I had Colorado winning, obviously, and I thought I had them winning in five. It was but four games. That against, they would no, never should have. Ch- they stood a chance that one game, but they really didn't. They were up three to one, and if they couldn't hold yeah. it out, they'd never really once. Once yeah. Colorado tied uh, tied it up, it was never. It was never yeah. a chance. No, listen. I thought maybe Colorado uh, that Edmonton was going to steal one game, and that you know Colorado was going to come back in Game Five. But yeah. then they started storming back. And I was like, oh, this game is over. Colorado's yeah. got well, that momentum. To bring it up, to bring up your point, I did a little bit of r- research, and so there's a few on this list. Uh, it's talking about sports greats that have never won a championship. Uh, a few on this list I wouldn't put up in, in his par, uh, in McDavid's par, but uh, one that I saw so far, Randy Moss, never won. He uh, lost in a Super Bowl. Pretty great. Warren right. Moon, Warren Moon, also uh, never won. Some say John Stockton, um, you know, getting there uh, to the, the championship and never winning. Uh, let's see. LaDainian Tomlinson. I think that that's hmm. a big one. A much more difficult position to be so influential yeah. to help your team win, but a great nonetheless. Um, let's see. And I do think that it, it is hard to compare it to other sports. Sure, sure. Take LaDainian Tomlinson, for example. You've got, when he was playing, what? Yeah. 14, 15 games. When you've got an 82 game season, Connor McDavid is easily winning games for you on almost a sure. nightly basis. If it's over, like for example, when it's overtime, my chances are McDavid's going to win that game for you. We've seen it night in and night out. For a running back, when you've got to let, when you only have a, a you know certain amount of, I mean, there's only so much you can do as a player to push your team to win. Allen Iverson, another that okay. had never yeah. won. Uh, you know, Char- Chuck Barkley never won one. Uh, again, Dan Marino, I mentioned that one. Dick Butkus never won. Ted Williams never won, obviously. Yeah. Uh, the Mailman, yeah. Carl Malone, Barry Bonds, Barry Sanders. Obviously, Barry Sanders never won one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then they have Ty Cobb on here. So there's a yeah. few great. I would say yeah. probably not any as great and on a level as Connor McDavid. But 
But Connor McDavid's career still very young, very young, very young guy. These are all old. These are all oldsters. I mean, would anybody be surprised if three years from now we're sitting here and saying that McDavid and Drysaddle won their first Stanley Cup? I mean, no, no. And I mean, it it, it could easily. And we won't even. And we'll forget these dark years as well when it didn't happen. What do you got? What are you, what are you thinking on this Rangers Tampa series, man? I don't have any idea what to think. Literally, it's the only series. It's the only way that I've kind of sort of stayed even. I've been losing money left and right, but I had uh, Kucherov scoring uh, the first goal the other night, yeah. and so I had that. Uh, but otherwise, I've been getting, I think, getting smacked around. I mean, I I think I think either Ranger, I think Rangers, I think either Rangers in seven or Rangers in five. Wow. Okay. So I think that it, I think if the Rangers win tonight, then they win at home at, at Game Five. If yeah, Lightning can tie the series decisive. up, I think Rangers will take it in Game Seven. Okay, I mean that's really. I mean I'm so I'm so with you on this. Uh, the Rangers have overall. I mean even including the game that the that Tampa lost or Tampa won, have looked like the better team this series oh, yeah. so far. Um, so. I'll, I will be intrigued to see what Tampa does tonight, um, but I'm with you. I mean, wh- what we what we talk about, what, what you need going into the conference finals is exactly what the Rangers are getting. And what's that, Bob? Your stars are playing. Your stars are showing up. You're getting goals from Zabinajad and Kreider, and Panarin has had a much better series so far. And, you know, Adam Fox is the, uh, in our fantasy pool, the top scoring defenseman even over Kale McCarr because he's played 32 more games than Kale. You know, I mean, that's, uh, they're getting, Shesterkin is dominating. I think that there is, uh, I think not having Braden Point, this is finally where we're seeing it come to be a problem for Tampa. Uh, he, He was such a facilitator and such a big part of what they've, you know, uh, what they've done the past two years in winning Stanley Cups, um, that I, I think that they finally have run into this team with a great coach, you know, great youth talent, but older talent as well to kind of mesh in. Uh, a guy like Jacob Truba, while not lighting up the scoreboards, has to be immensely valuable uh, in a in a deep locker room like that. So, um. I, I find it hard to argue against your point of you know, the Rangers, you know? 100%. All right, guys, it's time to move in to Joke of the Week. The Weird. Corey Perry. See, I don't like that. I don't... Wild. I think, that, I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. Little tongue twister. And downright dumb. You're kidding me. It's time for the joke of the week. All right, bud. You found this one. What do you got? A man in India divorced his wife for cooking him instant noodles every day for breakfast lunch and dinner judge judge says um first of all fair uh i want to say to my guy kudos for standing up for yourself my next my next point before i get into any of the the meat of this no pun intended because there's no meat in instant noodles why don't you just cook your own meat that yeah. would be that would be just right off the bat right off the bat you know i mean were you eating it 
because if you were continuing to eat it, then I really have no words for you, my man. Like you're an Indian. You're in a place with a oh a billion people. A billion people. Yeah. You don't have anybody you can call to be like, hey, I can't eat ramen noodles again. <laughs> I need help. What is have you are you reading the article? Are you getting the skinny? Yeah, I'm reading. Are you getting the skinny? Uh, yeah. Are you getting the skinny on this? Yeah, I mean there's not much other outside um you know, it's more going into how divorce rates in India are so low, but they're starting to rise. It's tar- it, it, uh, It's more talking like garbage. So we could just talk about the, the meat of it again, the, the noodles thing. What I mean, and first of all, all right, so there's a big difference in my mind. If she's like fancying up these noodles, you know, these these ramen or if she's just literally just cooking the ramen and, you know tossing it to it yeah so they are yeah they are talking about one thing though is that we are seeing within the last couple of years for the first time in history of this region that women are having where they're having to or you know they are wanting to i think it is both with the economy that they are having to take on a earning role in the family going okay. out to get a job so she's but working however, too yes you know. however we are seeing <laughs> the same true. traditional values of this region which is that the women are always supposed to cook so like She's um, always super so smart women, if you're the dude and don't have to do anything. So, so women bear double brump are working as an earning member of the family and at the same time also taking care of the household chores. Um, it, you know, it's creating a rift now. 100% in, in area that is starting to see more, uh, you know, up and coming rights and, and 100% with my Indian sister then. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. grow, grow up, buddy. You don't get it both ways. Now, and this is not a gender thing. Who, if you're a homemaker, male or female, and you ain't cooking some good dinner, or at least having some good dinner on the on the table for your spouse, again, male or female, returning as the breadwinner, then what are you doing? You're not making a home. You're you're destroying it. But if you're both working, then then that's a responsibility of both parties. To you know, it's not like he was like, "Oh, on my days cooking, I made her full filet mignon, and yeah. then she made me." Yeah. Now the weird thing would be breakfast. I am gonna not need you to make me ramen for. I breakfast. mean, you crack you you crack an egg on that on those noodles. Ooh. I mean, again, it, I, that was also what I was saying. Probably get probably would probably get old after a couple of days. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't seem like she was adding anything. But again, it is irrelevant if she was out working and also and he was also out working. Yeah. Go to go to an Indian McDonald's, get a chicken sandwich, buddy. I don't know what you want from us. We're, you're a joke if you're you know. I mean, I, I guess it goes specifically to what's happening. Now, of these people, can I will be say it does say a lot about your country and how low the divorce rates are when a judge has to have a press conference about an individual divorce that happens. That's hype. That's like, I mean, I mean, think about it. Like our divorce has made national headlines. Like it's, we're not even celebrities. We're just a guy and a girl. And I I, I don't like eating noodles. I don't like ramen. (laughs) You love making noodles. You love noodles. And now we're going to be famous. We're going to probably be on Bollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So moving into our pop culture segment, we're talking more Kenobi. Uh, I just saw the most recent episode three last night and wow, what an amazing show. I am loving it. I too am uh, and thoroughly enjoying it. 
Um, it's, it's great, man. I mean, it's hard now that we're in episode three and we're going no spoilers. Um, they I mean, it's say that there'll probably be at season two as well. That's that. And so that's, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I'm loving it, man. It, they're doing it. They're doing it very well. I will say that, you know, we've come in here with such open arms that we can all agree that the, um, uh, that the, the runaway scene, um, what was that? Oh, that <laughs> what, was really bad. What yeah, that was, was real that? bad. What was that? They, in the they, woods? Well, that, you know, like that whole scene was crazy, but like the main thing with it, besides the fact that it was dumb, the main thing with it, with it was how they broke the 180 rule. Like they had, they had him run here and then they flipped the, you know, <laughs> the camera. And so he runs out the way that he ran. <laughs> so you're like, did he come back? <laughs> At first, it's like, is he coming back? <laughs> so, if you haven't seen it yet, you will. If you, you know, you'll know when you see it. But if you have seen it, you absolutely know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, by far, the worst shot of the whole series yeah. so far. Other than that, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, all right, we're running a little bit over, so we're going to jump straight into our questions from the internet, and you got this one today. Yeah, uh, and I think we've done something similar, but uh, we're thrown in here anyway. Uh, nobody listens to us when we talk, so uh, attend Hogwarts or Xavier's school for the gifted youngsters, or so, youths, right? I don't know. Uh, I think something like that, but I think there is two very distinct differences between these. Me too. When you go to Hogwarts... You are learning kind of the same magic as ever, and how adept you are has to do with uh, kind of how gifted you are, a lot of how hard you study. When you go to the uh, the the X Men school uh, for gifted uh, younglings, um, uh, you're going with your own special power. So I guess it depends what I'm going there for. Sure, I have a uh, dope ass power, but if but if but if my power is something. Yeah, what was that? <laughs> it was uh, it was a little clip that I play with, you Uh-oh. know, like right here, and it just flipped off. <laughs> what <laughs> happened? Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I'm not like Harper threw something in the air. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I think it all depends on the power, um, and I think it also depends on when I'm going to Hogwarts. Because sure. if this is like year number four, and there's been like a bunch of tragedies at Hogwarts about one kid who's going there, he's still enrolled. I'm going to just not go there this year. Well, what year, first of all, what year were you 13? That is when you would go to Hogwarts, you moron. Um, Okay. Come on. That's when you get your letter. That's when you get your letter. It's 2005. Yeah. So, I mean, you would have been long past all the tragedy. I mean, you're good. You're fine. That means all the dope professors are not there anymore like yeah they're they're dead bob yeah yeah <laughs> okay um so okay so my big thought process i mean i'm I, I was exactly with you yeah it'd probably be cool to have that weird you know that random mutant power and obviously there are some exceptions to this but my biggest thing is is after the fact is that you're joining an entire world in hogwarts you know what i'm saying like you go out you get a career as a you know as a wizard and it's all good. You have a community. You know, you go, you sit at Diagon Alley and you, you get drunk on magic potions and stuff, you know, and beer or whatever and whiskey. Yeah. As the mutant, like you are an outcast from society that was lucky to be taken in by Charles Xavier's school. Sure. Or depending on which universe we're in, you can be a hero and you get to hang out sure. with Hugh Jack. 
Sure, sure. But he hated everybody and hung out with no one really. So that's really yeah, not but that's possible. what makes him so lovable. Sure, sure, but he doesn't love you and he's not hanging out with you. You're not getting to see him. The only yeah. reason you get to see him is because he's on screen, Bobby. He would never hang yeah. out with you, no matter what power you had. You're <laughs> out, dude. He's not he's not our friend. We're the annoying my, my guy. Superpower, my superpower is that Wolverine likes me. <laughs> that is that <laughs> would be super amazing. <laughs> but I would say like you're just in, walking and, and and Wolverine's just like Oh, that guy's kind of cool. They're like, oh shit, get him oh, in school. Oh my gosh, that's a, he's a mutant. He's a mutant. <laughs> so we're gonna go with with normal. You know what we know at this point. There may be some different. You know, multiverse. Multiverse. Yeah. You're not no. Yeah, you're not no. Yeah, and let's just say you're not an Omega level mutant, but you're also not a right. shitty mutant. You're you've got right. standard powers. I'm, you know, maybe a little bit of super strength. You know, I'm, something like that. I'm choosing Hogwarts. Way. I'm choosing Hogwarts, and I'm doing what Harry never did, which I never understood. Like, bro, you grew up with no magic, and then you go to a school where they're just teaching you all this dope magic. Why do you treat it like a normal school? And you're like. Oh my goodness, I can't believe I gotta learn about magic potions today. Like, I just never understood. Like, I'd be like Hermione, dude. Like, are you kidding me? Tell me everything. So I'm going Hogwarts. Yeah. Ravenclaw, baby. Let's uh, go. Yeah, I, I think I, I'm, go, I'm going X-Men. Um, okay. I, okay. Not, and also because, like, it, first off, you don't have to go on a train ride. That seems like a lot. A uh, train um, ride where they bring a dope trolley around and they have chocolate and stuff. I mean, you don't even get anything. You get like knocked out by Wolverine or Professor X or something and you like wake up chained up in a room or something. It's garbage, dude. I hate it. <laughs> um, And not to mention, you're always being watched by some paintings. No private time. I mean, not to mention the bathrooms have like little girls just waiting around watching people. Yeah, that's agreed. That's creepy. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But <laughs> but you get to wear dope robes and like I would definitely be on the Quidditch team, bro. I'm gonna, they don't even have they don't even have a sports team at Charles Xavier's gifted school for the gifted or whatever. <laughs> so it's I out. mean, you can start one. That would be dope as hell. <laughs> yeah, but what if I'm like, uh, what if I got like a so lame no, 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 time out, time out, time out. They do have a sports team because remember where the uh, jet comes out of? It's a uh, football and soccer field. Yeah, that's, so they uh, obviously have a sports. No, that is for the uh, that is for the satellite view, buddy. Just so you, that's uh, so they can pretend it's a school. That's see, look how dumb you look. You can't even satellite. I view. look dumb. You can't even satellite view Hogwarts. Okay, you fool. Seems. It does seem like it's weird that they don't have a mutant there that can just like blur out Google Maps. I mean, of all they can do, you mean that Professor X can't just blur out their area? Something that all you have to do is send in like a a, a request to Google and they'll do it for you. It's it's <laughs> a. They don't have any IT people with the X Men. No, and see the thing is, the thing is, what it shows is is that Google is more powerful than the mutants. So, so that's again well, Google another choice for Hogwarts. Another choice yeah. for Hogwarts. Yeah. Or Google's ran, ran by Magneto. I mean. Smart. Smart. The Brotherhood. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get into what's snapping our sticks. Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. Okay. 
Memnis. <laughs> Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> uh all right so what's happening our stick um home warranty companies um now this is this is one for my mom she's been dealing since about march with a broken ac unit that they have been refusing to fix and when they do fix it they gave her they give her a broken uh ac unit and now they say okay we'll we'll fix it again but now it comes to find out that when the installer went to go fix it that the home warranty company is not paying their bills in the company that, that the installer gets the uh, unit from is, that, is saying he can't do it because the home warranty company won't pay their bills. They've been giving her the runaround for months now and they were refusing to work with her. So it is now summertime and she has no AC. Uh, she's recovering from surgery and they are just fucking around. Um, right now they're in the fucking around portion. They're about to come to the find out portion here soon. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, it just seems like uh like an odd like an odd place to, you know, get like a scam artist. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like so, hey, good luck to her. I mean, call me. I'm not gonna be in a do anything, but I mean I'll pretend. <laughs> I'll like I'll you know, I'll, ch- I'll puff my chest out. Say this, say, you know, send him a video like this. <laughs> uh, mine is, again, you know, mine is basically always just like, how does me watching sports affect me um, as it traditionally is? And uh, NBA finals games every two nights instead of every other night. That's, I mean, that's it. That's all. Yeah. I hate waiting two extra days for an extra game. So nothing big, but. Uh, but annoying to yeah. me. Annoying I would say that's me. my. I would say that's one of my biggest complaints about Colorado sweeping is now we have to wait two days between NHL games for a little bit. Well, I guess for the rest of the time. No, it'll be, after this, we'll still have to wait. It'll be no. It'll, it's every other day. Oh yeah. Well, what I was saying is it's not every day now. It's going to be every other day. Oh yeah, of, yeah. Okay. Every night. Every yeah. other day. I was like, while, uh, we, no. For, for a while, we've been seeing hockey every night. Right. For right. Now. Well, it was. Yeah. It, it was. You know, it's game. No game. No game. Game for NBA. Finals. Yeah. So I hope it's not like that for hockey too. So Ooh, that'd be bad, but all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us for Brandon Bond. I'm Bobby Butler. This is Pucks Out podcast. Stay awesome. We'll see you next week. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.